Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, hey. What's up, guys? <laughs> uh, is that was that the beginning? Should I yeah. say? Okay. Well, welcome everybody to the Making Enemies podcast. I'm Chris. With me, as always, are Dave (laughs) and Ross. So, welcome everybody back to the show. This is episode four, um, which is pretty wild that we've done this four times. Um, Wait, this is technically episode like twenty-five, but hey, man, you can count. It's you're talking about practice. We're talking about about practice. practice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those are all practice episodes that will never see the light of day. Maybe on a Patreon in the, in the past, in the not in the past, in the future, unless it's an X Men movie. Patreon in the past <laughs> is, it, is it Christopher Nolan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so you might be wondering to yourself, uh, what guys? What is this making enemies about? What are you talking about? What is the show? I don't know. Two people have asked me that question when I try to explain it. Um. So we should take maybe a couple minutes and just generally explain the name of it, um, which is something we definitely forgot to do in the first three episodes. But uh, basically, for those who don't know the three of us, we, we've all been friends a, a really long time. Uh, Dave and Russ, even even longer, I sort of joined um, <laughs> as it was as it was happening. Uh, so as as friendships go, we have we have like a lot in common, um, but we also have some things we disagree on. Uh, if you notice in the first few episodes, we don't always agree on everything um particularly when it comes to <laughs> entertainment i think the best so, way to describe um, it is like that each one of us has two friends in our lives and they're on this podcast and everyone else on this planet hates us <laughs> like, <laughs> they are our enemies they are our enemies so welcome enemies <laughs> we hope you <laughs> want to listen to this shit yeah, I mean that's that's good enough of an explanation for me. Yeah. I'm treading water here. That's our that's our spiel on that. But yeah, yeah I mean, Dave, like I think, like you said, I think everyone else is pretty much against us. As far as I think for tell. the most part, yeah, it's pretty safe. We're trying to eliminate our last two allies, which is making <laughs> we want to make enemies. This is, this of, is called the Die Alone podcast, where yeah, we alienate everyone <laughs> we know. The zero attendance funeral podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, hopefully by the end of this like, run, oh, he's however dead. long it lasts. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, that guy died. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so let's see. Where do we go from there? There's a terrible movie we want to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a half decent segue. I'm just saying, I really wished I watched this movie before we did our top ten. So like it would have been like high up. How high? You know, I like know. in the top five, probably. I mean, I need to I need to think on it. It's possible. It's possible. But like that's what I get <laughs> for like you know not keeping up with every you know superhero movie that comes out. As I think it might it- make another t- another ten list that I do later. Not the top ten. <laughs> This is this 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 movie will be among the bottom. So what we're talking about, what we're not totally naming here yet, is um, the assignment we gave each other, which was to watch a movie, which we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, this is the first in what will probably be a long, uh, semi-regular series of uh, making enemies podcast. Goes to the movies, or in this case, like watches stuff at home on VOD because there's a, a global health crisis happening. Um, huh? So. 
<laughs> but uh, the movie that we chose to subject ourselves to watch, I mean, watch, was uh, The New Mutants, which is the long-delayed uh, Marvel, I don't know, spinoff is not right, but addition, new another Marvel no. X-Men movie, right? Um, yeah, well, came- people refer to it as like, the it's the 20th Century Fox uh, X-Men, because they own the X-Men during this filming. The takeover, or the merger happened while, like, as they were filming, basically. So it is a Marvel product with Marvel characters, but it was a, it was like their last gasp at doing X-Men. It's like the Marvel shart of movies. (laughs) (laughs) This is the shart of X-Men movies. And like, just, just rest assured, dear listener is, uh, this is not going to be a a Marvel only podcast. It just so happens that (laughs) this was like available. Yeah. So, oh, I meant to mention that to you before we got on this. But um, it just happened to be available and relatively topical based on last week's discussion that we had. So it seemed like the right move. So we all paid $6 on Prime or whatever, wherever you watched it. That's where I watched it. Yeah. And uh, kind of forced ourselves to sit through this one. Well, it was like it, 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 it's something that we'll get into is the fact that it was it, it almost has a mythos to it now as far as its release. So you kind of want to see it based on its content and kind of because of the uh the story behind it of the making of it and the release of it which is a story in itself right yeah but did you did you were you looking forward to it were you looking forward to it um i was until i saw the trailer yeah see i didn't i didn't know this movie existed until you two told me about it six months ago so this whole like history of it being made and not made is you know Well, two of us wanted to see it for that somewhat, but I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> I knew that was like part of the whole thing with this movie. The other one came thought, out. What was what's his bone lover? We'll call him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the first time he found out about about any of the characters. Well, yeah, I was in one of the trailers. One of them looked in the. There's a shot in the trailer where it looks like this guy is his mutant power is to be sexually attractive. Two skeletons <laughs> to seduce skeletons in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was where we went first in terms of abilities. Didn't you feel bad when you finally find out what it was, Dave? <laughs> of course not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to have a soul. I would have to have a soul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't. We don't. I don't even know if we need to share. Like, hey, what did you think of this movie? Like, it's very clear that yeah. no, no one enjoyed this. It's a piece of shit. I mean, come on. If anybody <laughs> says they like, like, wow, I really, really, really enjoyed this film. I'm like, there's definitely something In wrong two with you. Words, you have a smooth brain or something. Donkey diarrhea. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> could have been the villain at the end that they fought instead of. Demon bear. Demon bear. Oh, spoilers. Uh, obligatory spoilers. Who cares? Doesn't yeah. matter. This is stupid. Our spoiler Steve. review of The New Mutants. Oh, God. A reaction video to The New Mutants. Ooh! <laughs> we were just goofing on reaction videos before we got on here because they're so stupid. Fucking lame. We don't want to make money doing that. We want to make no money doing this. So we're not <laughs> doing that. Exactly right. It's just a bunch of people look, seeing a video and being like, oh, 
gasping, saying, oh my God. They're basically doing a short while they're like seeing a certain scene. <laughs> Dave, you, you watch this movie in two parts, two pieces? In two pieces, yes. When you, how far did you get, just time-wise, how far into this was, movie were you for part one? Like I was three quarters through it before I had to go to work. And what? <laughs> imagine Short. waking up so early in the morning. I did. I literally watched it on. at like five thirty this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't think of anything worse. Let us start your day off on the lowest possible note. Yeah. And how how hard did you have to convince yourself to put put it back on at lunchtime? Be like, all right. Listen, I have a sense of obligation and duty. Like, it's, yeah. Like this is it's like work. whatever it is, it's work. Yeah, like it was. I, I was gonna watch it at lunch. I was like, eh. you know. And then towards the end of the day, I realized when I realized it was only fifteen twenty minutes left of this nonsense. I was like, I kind of threw it on while I was doing other. I mean, I I paid attention to it, but it was. Yeah, I wasn't like sitting and honed in and focused on it. Riveted. You put on you put put on to finish donkey diarrhea afterward. I, I did. I, so I watched the donkey wipe it wipe its ass at the end. Of it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so we were talking about the long lead time for this movie and how it probably doesn't lend itself to a quality film experience. Uh, I just want to run through the timeline. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, I want to do specific dates. I'll give you some specific dates and times, and you'll. You'll just gasp with each additional date. I'm also I I spend time putting this timeline together, so I'm very proud. Yeah, it was, it's like he did actual homework, so he needs to <laughs> he impressed. needs to disseminate it. Like, I need to show I need to show off. Well, when you have there were a couple pretty good articles uh, that I drew from um, on the internet, but basically they started making this movie in 2015. The guy, the the director uh, was director and, and writer. Dingleberry Jones. Yeah. It was Dingleberry Jones, uh, who I believe was a fantasy football player from episode (laughs) (laughs) 0.5. He's also a director. He's a a renaissance man. Really, really accomplished guy. Yeah. So he started working on this in 2015. Then it did two years of edits and rewrites where I think Fox brought in all of these different writers to like tweak the script. They went in, I think the, the idea is that they went in thinking like, we want to make... The Breakfast Club meets it. And they mean like the Stephen King it, right? Like a horror movie with a bunch of teens like stuck in one location, which on its face sounds like an okay idea. I'm not sure if that's what they, I don't think that's what they got at the end. But there was all this stuff with the studio back and forth about the script and it took them so long to get it, but they finally nailed it down in 2017. So here we go. So October 2017, they released a teaser trailer. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then a podcast I was listening to was like, oh, it's X-Men plus horror. All right, let's give that a shot. We like Logan, which is like Marvel plus a Western. In their reaction so. video, they're like, whoa, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so that's October. They do the teaser trailer. In December, they give it a release date of April 2018. So a couple months later, which is pretty soon. Then in January, they push it almost a full year to February 2019. So now we're delayed basically a year from their original release date. Although I will say like finishing filming in September to get a movie out by April seems pretty close. Yeah, probably. 
seems pretty, especially for a Marvel movie that's going to need a lot of post-production with like special effects and all that. Well, as we can see, there isn't that many of those. That's probably why they thought they could do it. But and it's not Hollywood like shits movies out like in a month. So like these timelines that are like I don't know if it's short or long. <laughs> I have no have idea no what idea. you're talking about, Chris. Please <laughs> stop talking, Chris. I I hear you, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep going. Keep going. Go. So they pushed it right to February 2019. They didn't want it to coincide with Deadpool. That somebody, uh, some parties say that they wanted to reshoot scenes. The director ultimately said they never reshot anything, which I don't believe. Um, then in March of 2018, they pushed it to August of 2019. So it went from April 2018 to February 2019 to August 2019. Then during this period of time, Disney buys Fox and gets X-Men to go back under Marvel, which they now own. Which means, of course, Disney has to play with the date. So they move it from August 2019 to April 2020. So, and this is back in 2019. So mm-hmm. you're like, all right, cool. I'll see that movie next year. It was still normal oh. at that point. The world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone was like convinced we're going to see New Mutants. Fine. And for everyone curious of like where I'm at this particular moment in time, I'm still oblivious to the fact this movie is going to exist. <laughs> That's most movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go by you. <laughs> Unless it's Star Wars, you don't know. <laughs> Unless Russ tells me about it, I have no idea. <laughs> the last date in this timeline, I didn't want to jump ahead, is uh, this past Saturday when it was Dave Discovers the New Mutants Exists. I did. I was like, wait, what movie were we watching? <laughs> hey can you please watch this movie tomorrow please 5 30 a.m in november dave discovers this movie it's, it's blackout. <laughs> so whatever a fucking global health crisis happens and everything gets delayed some more disney is like we got to do new dates then they finally give it its fifth release date of august 2020 so we went from April of 2018 to August 2020, it finally comes out in August and makes $7 million on a $67 million budget. Well, sorry, makes $7 million its opening week. Yeah. It currently has $23.8 million. And how much did it cost uh, to make? $67 million budget. So that's a miss. Call that a big miss. Well, isn't that domestic box office, though? 20, the 23 number? Uh, I think that's total. I'm trying I can to figure out, like, you're in some abandoned fucking building with five, six actors in the entire fucking movie. There's CG. I'm just trying to, like, fathom why it costs that much fucking money. Where did the money go? What a great question. Well, like, every movie costs, like, a few million just to get, like, somebody in a phone booth. In a, like, whatever that movie. Was it called? Phone booth? Phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> Like the guys in a phone booth probably cost like ten million to make that. So, yeah. But I'm sorry to correct to correct myself. It's uh, they've it's forty four point six million dollars right now, but that's still way below the sixty seven budget. Well, now it's no, no, it's forty four, forty four million six hundred thousand and eighteen dollars after the three of us just watched. It. You're welcome. <laughs> Doesn't that includes the money we paid to see this mm-hmm. piece of. I suppose it does. Okay. <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. Donkey di- diarrhea. So like that's that's the story. That's the long tortured history of the timeline for New Mutants. So like I said at the beginning, it doesn't really lend itself to, oh, this will be great. 
if the if the studio doesn't have the confidence in the movie to, to to release it as soon as they can, and like they're excited about it, like I think that's a problem. Yeah, and you can see why when you see the movie, you're like, it's actually I, I I'm gonna say it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like I've seen worse movies, um, not not too many worse movies, but I've seen <laughs> movies that were literally like unwatchable. Um, yeah. I wouldn't put that in this category just because it has Anya Taylor Joy in it, or whatever her name is. Well, yeah, that's right. Coming um, into this, so, like I was like, I had just finished watching Queen's Gambit, and I thought that was great, and so that was my only kind of grounding point to this movie of like someone that I mean, other than I've seen that one dude, and I have no idea what movie he the was Stranger in. Things guy. Yeah, the Stranger Things yeah. guy. Yes, that guy. Um, Always oh, has and a then, beard course, haircut, no matter what he's in. Right, and Arya Stark. But. Arya Stark. Right, like, I thought that the cast, at least among those three people, I was like, this could be interesting. I good like actors. Those, I like all three of them. Yeah, good actors. She was great in The Witch. I like Stranger Things. I mm-hmm. I know I know Game of Thrones pretty well. Like, this could be pretty good. Wasn't that good? Let's get into it. So what was your, do you have main takeaways or, like, one biggest beef with it? My main, my main takeaway, I actually want to, I don't want to lose the momentum on what you said. It actually wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. Yeah. A lot of negative buildup. So. Right. I think I was expecting it to be like trash. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like absolute garbage movie that was incoherent. Like it looked cheap, like everything. Like it, it wasn't good. And I don't think that the first act or the third act were very good but somewhere in the middle when um what's her name's powers i don't know you the woman who runs the place? danny danny's pa- oh. no danny's powers okay when she starts like taking like they start manifesting i actually found that to be pretty interesting like the moment they put the doctor to sleep <laughs> how that, did they do that by the way they don't say they didn't say <laughs> I, lo- I love the fact that there's no explanation about how they made her go to sleep. Yeah. They're do we like, need to do a plot recap? They're like, they're we took care of her. Sorry. Sorry. Plot like, recap? Yeah, that, it, that happens many, many, many times in this movie, like, where it, it goes to the next scene. I'm like, wait, how did they get there? Or how did this, like, domestic-looking nurse placate five people and put them back in their cell? They don't have access to any narcotics or anything, do they? Unless, like, Arya, like, snuck in through the vents to get, like, a sedative or something. That'd be the only explanation I could think of. I don't think a shot of tequila or whatever would have put her to sleep for, like, three hours. <laughs> Give her so much tequila to <laughs> yeah. knock her out but not kill her. <laughs> it's preposterous. Wait, Dave, <laughs> I, would like you to, I would like you to do a, a quick plot rundown of this movie. Because we haven't said what actually happens in the movie. And since you well, are so, I, I would say, like, so I, recently familiar it, with it, it sounds like the two of you went in with pretty low expectations. I <laughs> went in with really right. no expectations. I didn't. I assumed it was going to be bad, but historically, like Russ, you and I, like I know there's been many times that that a movie's panned by critics and whatever, and then we end up liking it, right? So I end up like I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. I don't trust shit you hear so i went in kind of like all right like maybe there's some sort of like nugget you know that'll be good i didn't connect or care about a single fucking character in this movie like i literally like (laughs) 
if if about halfway through, I'm like, the only way this movie can save itself is if they all like died. Like if 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 if, <laughs> if midway if, through the movie, no, yeah, if 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 that girl actually jumped off of the bell tower and killed herself, I'm like, oh, like all right, now what? Like that would have been something yeah. that would have caught my attention. So as far as the play-by-play in the movie, I don't know. Uh, five teenage people that have abilities I don't give a fuck about, like that are in a hospital, but it's just like a abandoned looking psych ward with one person in, that's in control of them and they can't it's escape so because there's like this force field like it's whatever you know like the truman show they can't leave this fucking little place right it's like wakanda they can't it's, yeah, it's wakanda <laughs> they have like a force field <laughs> you know um the acting was horrible the, the accents kept changing <laughs> Like yes, I, it was I had fucking, to bring that up. There's, there's too much stuff happening. Hang on a second. I know, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm just going down the rabbit hole here of all the things that bothered me. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Hang on a second. I think you touched on the part where they're in a like a shitty looking, dilapidated old mental hospital that they're now stuck in. It's five mutant kids and one. One person in charge, which made no sense. It's so stupid. And then and then she's like doing testing on them, and you understand that she has she's working for someone else. This doctor is working for someone else. She's running tests on the kids, and that they're being used or tested for something else. You learn throughout the movie that there's some other corporation. You're led to believe it's Professor X and that they're gonna go to his school, Charles Xavier's school, but it turns out there's some other corporation that's, I guess, trying to get their powers, which is not well explained. And, of course, the kids no. are like, well, we have to get out of here. They're going to kill one of us, the main character, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and then they rebel against, again, one person who has one very specific power that seems to be m- more powerful than the rest of them. And then they dispatch with her pretty quickly and then fight a demon bear. They're home free, but then the person who's one of the people in the hospital almost kills them all. Right. <laughs> she doesn't mean to. But she definitely does. Donkey diarrhea all. power she has. That's right. <laughs> that's the that's the plot summary. Good luck. Enjoy that one. Yeah. The bad accents was on my list of stuff to talk about. It's like, Let's talk about the accents. There are the Russian girl has like an accent in like half the scenes, it's and it's the really bad. Consistency, yeah. A, it's a bad accent, and it's only half the time. Like, yeah, like, she either talks nor- normally or she's like, "Oh, yes, little girl." And then the next, her and her, like, hey, and guys, her what little want to do Pokemon that she has with her. Oh yeah, Lockheed. So all the people, almost no one in this movie is speaking in their regular voice, right? right. Like Maybe Charlie Heat, the guy from Stranger Things, I think Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things is doing the Terrible world's answer. most insane coal miner Kentucky voice. Where he's like, hey, man, I can't believe y'all's got power. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> I feel bad because I killed my daddy. <laughs> what y'all's doing down there? I feel there? really She's depressed about you. it. <laughs> That, that man is English. He's an English or North, New Zealand or something. Okay. So that, that's not his voice. Maisie Williams is English doing a Scottish accent, probably the closest and best one. Anya Taylor-Joy, not Russian. <clears throat> and we learn, we realize that halfway through when she, she gives up yeah, on the accent. Stops doing right. the accent. 
who else? That's three. Three of the six characters. And you had like, the other guy, du- douchebag McGee, who's like Brazilian the, guy, who just listens to bad music. He, he, all he does is clean dishes the whole fucking movie. Like, what the? Fuck? What was that? <laughs> like, he well, never they had the kitchen. They had to do that because there was only one person at the asylum. Like, <laughs> if he's not cleaning the toilet and doing the dishes, who is? There's no explanation. <laughs> they just get magically clean. They're self-cleaning toilets. We've supplied you. There's no, there was no sense of stakes here other than like one of them might die. Like that, that's it. Like it's so small, the stakes here. It's like one of these people could die. At most seven people are going to die. It's not a big, it's not a big loss here in the X-Men nah. universe. And then by the time they decide they order her to kill Danny, you're like, you don't even know Danny that well. You're like, who gives a shit? Fucking kill her. Let's go. <laughs> Fight. Kill. <laughs> so if you want if you want some comic nerddom background on the characters. Please. I would love that because like I had no idea never who any names. of these people were. So no. Danny, is, uh, her superhero name is Mirage because she can create, uh, she can man- like manifest your worst fear, basically show an, an illusion. Right. Isn't she just um, like the dude from X2 or X whatever, like the much. guy in the wheelchair? That's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching it. This is that kid. Well, he can take over your mind and show you like whatever world. He can create like a whole world inside your brain, I think, okay. is what he was doing to Professor X. She's even lamer <laughs> than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Cannonball, which is... Uh, Sam Guthrie, which is the guy. That's that's his superhero name. Remember he, he chains himself to a concrete block and flies around. Oh my god! Which yes. the, my problem with that is, so fundamental to his power, is that he's just normal when he's not powered up. He's just a normal guy. But when he powers up and flies around, it, it makes him invulnerable, because any other explanation of his character makes no sense. Because Anytime he crash, he'd just die. So, yeah, but was, in this he was movie, flying he has around, a huge black into eye, the ground. a broken arm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is not what happens with him. He's invulnerable, but a, but a chain can hold him to the ground. Yeah. I mean, so they made him lame. Then there's... <laughs> Magic is the superhero of uh, Ileana. Ileana. That's her... So her thing, whole thing is that thing's called the soul sword. It's something she creates and has the, like the armored up arm. Which soul obviously sword. if it wasn't for her like powering up and like killing those like teeth got people, this movie would have been complete crap. Those <laughs> were the only cool just, scene. My review of those guys is um, Russian gangster Slender Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like Slender Man. But they were also had like cool shirts on. They had like a lot of chest yeah. hair, like deep V shirts. Yeah, they, they were like they, tight they jeans. shopped at Abercrombie, but they didn't have any eyes or nose. <laughs> you mentioned the guy checking them out. What's going register. on there? <laughs> and then there's Sunspot, which is a bone lover. He's actually a really cool character, but he literally does nothing in this movie to the point that uh, Rain had during the final like climax scene. She has to be like, "What are you doing?" He's like hiding. Oh yeah, I'm like what a hero! I mean, this is yeah, cool. He's like cowering under a pew. Yeah, 
Like he's like the guy that he was in Days of Future Past. Remember the guy that like powers up and like shoots fire at people? That's oh, yeah. this character. But you would never know it because all he does is say, I burned my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the other person is uh Wolfsbane. That's her name. That's the uh I wrote Wolfsbane, lame ass dog. <laughs> <laughs> but that I the one burn remember the burn that Ileana gives her? She's like, I'm were you thinking about joining the X-Men? She's like, do they need a dog? <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't think she was that bad. I thought she was an interest. I mean, maybe because she's among the better actress act- actors in this movie. I, her power is be a werewolf, which is kind of a strange power. Like, I guess let's get ready for the Dracula uh, mutant or she, Marvel hero. She's a a werewolf that watches Buffy the Vampire Slayer incessantly, apparently. A lot of Buffy. Yeah. DV- they had the DVDs on one of the count, uh, uh, cabinets or whatever. <sighs> I don't know. So, yeah, the, if you want, if you were wondering what their names were and stuff, that's that's what they are. So I feel like they should have said them at some point. Because unless they assumed a sequel was going to happen. They did. Remember, did you ever hear it was pitched as a trilogy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. No. Yep, yep. It was pitched as a trilogy. There's supposed to be an alien invasion in the second one. Can we take a couple minutes and talk about Anya Taylor Joy's character and just be like, like, I don't understand any of her mutant ability. Her mutant ability is create, is teleport via another dimension. Like, her character's name is Magic, right? M A G I K? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's like a line in 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 X-Men that I don't fully understand is when you actually get into like like when there are warlocks and and there's magic but also mutants right aren't there isn't there like some demon element too and that's doesn't that complicate this whole universe like way too much Well I actually did some research on her character so please her main power is her only really mutant power is she can teleport places Okay and during her history in the comics, she gets teleported and she gets basically stolen away to this place called Limbo, which is where she kept going to. She was calling what it a is safe that place? place. But what is that? And that's where she kind of learns how to do like sorcery and shit. Does she which have is a where the other the parts of her power are like a Pokemon? No, that's someone else's like buddy. That's uh... she, yeah, she has him in the comics. He's a real dragon. He's like a real baby dragon. But isn't that Kitty Pride's pal or something? Yeah. And like a bunch of other things? Like how but does that end up being hers? At some point, Kitty Pride and Magic get stolen away to Limbo. And Kitty Pride's the one that... Who the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> but what... But who, wait. <laughs> where, where is Limbo? Who takes them there? And who, who does she learn... Magic abilities. It's the from. it's the comics, Chris. Jesus, what do you want? Like a real it's explanation about what happened? It's in the movie. <laughs> Chris thinks movies are real, Dave. <laughs> what? This wasn't, a, guys. This is a podcast about documentaries only. Was this listen pre or post World War II? I forget when this happened. It's all. It all sounds really way worse when you try to describe it and explain it. But you have to just go with it. You'd be like, "Yep, 
Just yes and the whole thing. I'll tell you right now because I'm you know I'm a comic fan and I never thought the New Mutants were had were very interesting. So I mean these characters' powers are like pretty like cannonballs. What is he gonna do with that power? Fly? I'm gonna fly around and get you. Nothing. He's gonna do nothing. Blast into stuff like he did that one thing at the end of the movie where he right destroyed those clown dudes or whatever. Well, they kind of gave him like they kind of gave him like the flash powers. Could you ever see the flash when he vibe or, or or Quicksilver, Remember right? When he vibrated his hand and he broke the glass. So if he's invincible when he gets that particular power, couldn't he just run through walls, run through whatever, run through? Probably. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna run through these walls. And, and the power that the their <laughs> caretaker has, which is like. Oh. you into a cocoon or whatever the fuck that is and and she's also the one doing the bubble over the whole place or is that some sort of yeah i guess she's using her will to create this big larger bubble around the institute yeah they're like trapped inside the place is russ is that an existing character is that i've a person? never i don't know anything about i think they just made her up could be wrong <laughs> it was just shocking to me that there was one antagonist and no side characters there was there were five heroes <laughs> one villain and no one else in this entire movie that's all they could afford for 76 million dollars what <laughs> who did the, who got paid 11 million dollars to be in this movie because like where did the money at go the, at the time of when this now that i'm learning when this movie was made 50 years ago like no one knew who these people were like, <laughs> well like, they never they they'll never come back you know either when Francis Ford Coppola was tapped to direct originally, <laughs> right after Godfather Part 1. Anyway, the movie had, what did it have going for it? It had, on the onset, you had the fact that it's X-Men. You had some of the casting going into it seemed relatively strong, kind of. Like you were like, all right, um, some names that you knew. And then it immediately shit the bed. For me, like there was just I, there was not one moment where I was like, okay, I care about this one character and I'm going to follow it through to the end. I was rolling my eyes. Yeah, I found I, all the way through. I found the main, I found the main character to be hard to root for. I, I don't know why she. Maybe it was just I didn't think she was a very good actress. Like there was something yeah. about it that just didn't pull me into her story at all. And she like crocodile dundies the, like, oh, the bear man. at the end to like calm it down and <laughs> yeah, she's bear like, whispers. She like, go to sleep. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's the end. <laughs> yeah, that's anticlimactic. Yeah, and the first, first the guy's like, "I'm hiding. What do you think I'm doing?" And she's like, "Go sleepy, sleepy." <laughs> and then they win. When she when she comes up against Magneto and she kisses him on his forehead, and they win. The <sighs> worst fucking X Men movie ever. So yeah, it was pretty poopy. Terrible. Uh, I want to steal. I'll steal from the Unspooled podcast. Uh, would you recommend this movie to anybody? To your enemies? No, of course not. I would never admit I that I would so. thought this was an acceptable film. Yeah. All right. So, if like a would you rather perspective, New Mutants. Or Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just for the visual. 
joy of it. <laughs> I think Wonder Woman has its specific charms. Right, new Did you mutant. finish it, Chris? No. You didn't finish it? What the no. fuck? I'm like, this is so <laughs> fucking boring. All right, New Mutants or Green Lantern? Get up at 5.30. Or what? Green Lantern. I've never Ooh. seen Green Lantern. So, New Mutants, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'd probably write, I don't know. Was it Blake Lively is in that, or who's the girl? So I'm judging whether something's better. <laughs> um, God. Yes, Blake Lively. Is that where they met? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Jesus Christ. I was cracking up. I actually depend, watched... It would depend on which one's longer. Which one's longer. <laughs> I'll go with the shorter one. I actually watched one. two or three different YouTube reviews of this movie. And at the end of the at the end of their review, they were like, and it was they basically said, it was all right. Like, and then they and then after two of them, at least two of them said, they said it it wasn't X-Men Dark Penis bad. I mean Dark Phoenix, sorry. Please. That movie was honestly much better know. than than this movie. I was surprised. So since our last show, I watched Days of Future Past. Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. And I was, again, disappointed by how not that terrible like Dark Phoenix was, <laughs> given all of the stuff that you had heard about how bad it was. Yeah, Russ's top 10 list, notwithstanding. That's uh, why I don't apologies. listen to those fools when they tell me something's not yeah. good. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. Apocalypse is way worse than yeah, that. It is way worse. Yeah. It's. It's not unwatchable, but it's not. It's not good. It's not good. No, he looks ridiculous in that movie. Which it's, how it's does that happen in this much. day and age? Like, how does he look yeah. that lame? It, it <laughs> was should look so amazing. Bad. Yeah, you should. Yeah, they should be able to CGI like the whole thing. He shouldn't. Shouldn't he have been like eighteen feet fucking tall? Shouldn't he have looked like Thanos basically? Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm always surprised about. I always was shocked about how awesome Nebula looked in those Avengers movies. Oh, like yeah. she looked like an android. Yeah. She looked unbelievable. Yeah, she and then was. you look and then you have a movie like Apocalypse and the guy looks like he has like you know pasted on plastic pieces on his forehead. I'm like, "What is this? This guy's supposed yeah. to be the almighty like god of a mutant, all the first mutant." I'm like, well, "I guess there was an improvement since he was born." <laughs> he looks fucking jacked up. It's evolution, it's genetics. They get better over time. <laughs> All right, well, well there we you go. Heard it here. You heard it here heard first. It here. Go watch it. <laughs> you Spend have. all of your money on it, rent it a couple times, and then buy it. Do you like the taste of donkey diarrhea? Then go yeah. rent New Mutants. Three out of five donkey <laughs> diarrheas. <laughs> Lap that shit up. <laughs> Lap that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. Come on. Suck. Suck balls. So anyway, that was our incredible, thrilling review of this shit-tastic movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I cannot wait for the two of you to surprise me with another movie that's been 45 years in the making that I never heard of. I mean... We'll have to. You'll have to tune in next time to find out what we <laughs> surprise you with. Citizen Kane next. 
What's that? What is that now? <laughs> yeah. What's his power? Chris has never heard of Citizen Kane. Let's do it next. <laughs> yeah, what's we'll his power? We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.